Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Have you ever had the experience of uh, standing in a very high place and seeing the scenery, maybe the city or the plateau? Um, there's a place called Rose Hill in LA County where uh, sadly we would have to go for uh, funeral services. Um, but those places when we're um, officiating uh, memorial services, uh, we get the blessing of seeing the scenery of LA County. We see the, uh, uh, the sea, we see the coastline, uh, we see the city of Los Angeles, and it's tremendously beautiful just to see it from atop, and, and the view that is so far and wide, it's just beautiful to see. Um, I believe it was beautiful for Moses too, uh, standing on Mount Nebo and seeing the promised land for himself. It was sad that he was not able to go in, but I believe that God gave him a blessing uh, to see with his own eyes what it's going to be like uh, to live in the very place that he was always imagining. Uh, never experienced it by himself, but he finds to see the promised land. The blessing that he gives us gives us a glimpse of what is to come because it makes us anticipate what it's going to be like uh, to finally enter the promised land and live. And it's not Moses that leads us, it's Christ Jesus himself by becoming the way and the truth and the life that leads us to the promised land for all of us. So we're going to see that happening in today's passage. So why don't we take a look in today's passage. Deuteronomy chapter 34 verses 1 through 12. Then Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pishkah, across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead to Dan, all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev, and the whole region from the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms, as far as Zorar. Then the Lord said to him, this is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over into it. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab as the Lord had said. He buried him in Moab in the valley opposite Beth Peor, but to this day no one knows where his grave is. Moses was a hundred and twenty years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak nor his strength gone. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days until the time of weeping and mourning was over. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. 
who did all the signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. So as we see in today's passage, we see that Moses is not able to lead his people into the promised land because he passes away on Mount Nebo, just as God commanded him to do. Uh, now, this is way different uh, than what we could hope for. I mean, we hope uh, if we were Israelites uh, that uh, Moses, who had been pronouncing, who had been uh, uh, prophesying uh, the life at the promised land, who, were, who was meeting God face to face every day and giving them instructions, we will hope that he will be the one that lead his people into the promised land and continue his leadership there. But the story ends differently. We see, uh, uh, we see with grievances where, where Moses ends his life just before crossing uh, the Jordan River and entering the promised land. Uh, that is such a sad story. But this builds an anticipation for something to come because God gives us a glimpse of something uh, that we could hope for. Uh, leading into the promised land is not led by a person, not a prophet, but it is God himself because God continues his story uh, through Joshua and leads his people into the promised land. And that is the narration that we have to focus on. We would hope that Moses will be, will be that uh, very leader to do so, but God has a different story. He's trying to focus on, uh, on the subject who is God himself that leads his people into the promised land. And that gives us a message uh, that we could anticipate for something because it is God through Christ Jesus that leads us to him, that leads us to the kingdom of heaven, that leads us to life. It's not just a person that God brings or sends uh, that leads us to God's heaven, but it's he himself and the person of Christ Jesus that shows us the way and the life and the truth so that we could enter the kingdom of heaven. For those who believe in this, we find life. And that is what this narrative is anticipating. Yes, it's very sad that the leader cannot enter, but it anticipates that it is God himself that leads his people into the promised land. That's the first part. But the second part also in today's passage builds up anticipation it may seem pessimistic because in verse 10 it says since then no prophet has risen in israel like moses whom the lord knew face to face it almost sounds pessimistic because uh throughout history we know that there was no other prophet like moses maybe other than elijah uh, but through many years of history there was no such great man like moses that is for that is for sure uh, but even though it sounds pessimistic, the scripture is building hope, is anticipating for a future where God himself will be a more of a prophet, someone who leads his people with great leadership. Uh, that's only the time where we see in New Testament where Jesus himself leads his disciple, leads his people, lead everyone to God himself because he is the revelation of God's glory. He is the manifestation of God himself. 
He's a person uh, in bodily form of God himself. Now, he's the one who directs us to God because he said for himself, for whoever sees me has seen the Father. He's the one, he's more than a prophet that has risen in the land of Israelites uh, that is greater than Moses. He's the fulfillment of Moses. And that's what we see as an anticipation in today's passage. Rather than being pessimistic and rather than being saddened by the fact that the leader cannot enter the promised land, uh, by the fact that there's no other great leader than Moses, and just holding on to Moses and hoping that he will teach us something, but rather we see something to come. Through these narrative, through these pictures, we see and pinpoint Jesus Christ because he's the one who ultimately leads us to the kingdom of heaven and he's the one who ultimately rises uh, here on earth uh, th uh, th through God's divine plan uh, to lead us uh, to God himself. Now, based upon this, I hope that this narrative, the last chapter and this last story of Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 34 speak to all of us because do not be pessimistic of the things that you experience in your life. Sometimes things come to an end. Sometimes we lose a great leader. Sometimes we lose a great pastor. And many leaders would have to face their ultimate death because we do not live forever. But we should focus on the fact that God was the one who uh, narrated their story. He, he's the author of our life. He's the one who led their life, and he's the one who guided their life. I hope that this message comes to you as well, because we might hold on to a person so dearly that we forget that the author is God himself. Here, the anticipation allows us to see God as the one who is writing the story out. He's going to lead his people into the kingdom of heaven. He's going to lead his people as the true king over of our lives. So in conclusion, it seems like uh, we are better than Moses. The only reason is because uh, Moses only saw a glimpse of the promised land. But for us, through Christ Jesus, we see the kingdom of God. We see the glory of God through Christ Jesus. We experience through the working of the Holy Spirit today. In a sense, through the salvific history, all this anticipation has pointed to Jesus and become fulfilled and become true for us. It's sad to see the leader not entering, not leading his people into the promised land, but we have Jesus who leads us every day closer to God and builds anticipation of what is to come in our life with great hope. And that is the Christian life we are experiencing today. It's sad to see leaders fall, but we have to see the author of their lives, who is God himself, and he's the one who leads us. He's the one who sends his son, Jesus Christ, so that we could find a way to him. He's the one who is greater than Moses that comes to us and save our lives. That is Jesus. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you for giving us Christ Jesus. For some, they anticipate something greater, but Lord God, show them Christ Jesus. For you are the one who can lead us to you through your Son. So Lord God, let them see the promised land. Let them see the kingdom of God through you. Don't let them hold on to something 
that are material, uh, that are simply superficial, but rather let them see the kingdom of God through you, Lord. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Single soul, the world, and in